Hello and welcome. These conversations are all about living life with intention. I'm Stephanie Isabella, your host, and together we're going to talk about the different ways that you can add intention into your life, real, raw stories, and how adding intention to your life can also add a little bit of magic. So stay tuned. I'm so glad that you're here and press play today. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. I'm Stephanie Isabella, your host, and today we are talking about WTF is an integration phase and why is it important? An integration phase is something I'm experiencing right now and hearing a lot of other people experiencing. Whenever you're listening to this, maybe you'll be in an integration phase, maybe not, but it can be really helpful to know what this phase is and how to lean into it rather than resist it because so often we resist it and I'll share more details on how that really comes up for us and how it looks like when we resist it and some examples of how I'm really integrating right now. Before we get into all the goods, I want to say a big welcome back to any returning listeners. Thank you so much for being here. I really do appreciate your support. And for any new listeners, hello and welcome. It's always nice to have new people around. If you do want to connect deeper, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at stephanie.isabella underscore. I share loads of content over there. I'm very active on Instagram. And I also have a Facebook community all about living on purpose. So you can find that in the show notes below, the link for that also. And it's a good place to just hang out and think a little bit deeper about your life. I try to post questions that get you thinking, get you engaging, and hopefully help you see your life from a slightly different perspective. Okay, so let's dive into the topic for today. WTF is an integration phase. So this topic is actually brought to you because I was talking to one of my best friends about how I am in an integration phase right now. And she said, oh, what's that? (laughs) And I realized it wasn't too long ago that I didn't know what an integration phase was. And I actually, I am suspecting other people refer to this as an integration phase, but this is something that I have a phase that I have just said, this is where I'm at. This is what I can see is happening in my life. And I think by identifying it, by naming it, by giving it a title, it allows me to really lean into the process more. So I hope it does the same for you. So an integration phase is really bringing the lessons or learnings or beliefs or experiences that you've gone through into your present, into the here and now. And so you might be integrating things that you learned a long time ago into where you are now. You might be integrating things you learned last week. You might be integrating things you learned last week paired with experiences from when you were a child and integrating those into who you are now. So at this point, I'm also going to talk about embodiment because I think it can be very hard to talk about integration without also talking about embodiment. So I want to give us a definition to work from so that we're kind of on the same page here. Embodiment is really the way that you bring your learnings or your experiences into your body. The way that you really act on and allow your physical self to take on whatever direction learning um, experiences, beliefs, 
that are coming up for you, actually bringing them into your body. So this was a big lesson that I learned from my dancing on purpose experiment. You can go back, I have a whole episode about the dancing on purpose experiment. I really learned the power of embodiment. I felt the power of embodiment. And an embodiment is really, if you think about kind of your mindset, the way that you think about things, the way that you view things, the way that you believe things to be, it's really allowing those lessons to really become you deep into your core. So it can be a very powerful practice if you're ready for that next level. And same with this integration phase. I think um, integration naturally would fall after an embodiment phase. I mean, it could fall before an embodiment phase also. It could fall at the same time as an embodiment phase, (laughs) but I don't wanna make it too complicated for you. I wanna bring us back to what is this integration phase? So what it actually looks like and what it actually feels like is a lot of rest, recovery, moving slow, not so much a time to learn new things and start new things and open new chapters and new adventures, it's almost like the phase that happens right before the new beginning, right before the new chapter opens. And the power is that it often leads to big developments. So I want to share a little bit of a personal update for you here. My 30th birthday is the day after this episode will be released. So very likely by the time that you're hearing this, I am 30. And I have been so excited for my 30th birthday since my 26th. My 26th birthday, I had, gosh, I just looked at a picture of myself from my 26th birthday the other day and it tugged on my heart. My eyes were just so puffy, so swollen. This was when my chronic migraines were really starting to get to a peak. I had a really hard time graduating. I had just graduated as a nurse, but I took a bit bit longer, a few extra weeks in my practicum because I kept calling in sick for my migraines. And I was just like barely scraping by, doing what I could. Very burnt out. I had this vision in my mind that I was going to move up to Northern British Columbia and work as a remote nurse. And I had this picture that after a couple years of experience with that, then I'd move on to be a perinatal nurse and work labor and delivery. And then I'd get my master's and then I'd be a university professor within the five years. (laughs) And I had what felt like my my life all mapped out, planned out. I was excited for what was coming but I was so sick and so burnt out. And I had this intuitive feeling, this uh, premonition, if you will, I won't get into all the details of it, but really I'll get into the details of the intuitive feeling of my late 20s are going to be hard. And I thought they were going to be hard because I'd be moving away from my family. I'd be in a new career. I'd be you know, making all these difficult, critical thinking, nursing judgment calls. That was the difficult that I thought I was moving into. The difficult that I ended up moving into was losing my career, or what I thought was losing my career. Applying for disability insurance. Moving away from my friends, which I moved away from my friends not too far. It was about an hour and a half away, not even. 
to get a job. It was as far away from home that I felt comfortable moving. It wasn't Northern British Columbia like I wanted to be. But I also wanted to stay close because I had so many doctors that I was seeing all the time, so many therapists, so many healthcare professionals that I was seeing, and I didn't want to move too far away from them. So I was kind of feeling restricted with where I could move. And I felt like the furthest I could move was about an hour, hour and a half away. And after nursing for about nine months, I had just started deciding that I was going to work on my physical health. I knew something had to change. I didn't think that exercise was for me. I didn't like exercising, but I thought something's got to change. So I started leaning into physically caring for my body. But by then I was way overboard. I was way into chronic migraines. If you've heard my story before, you you know all of this. Um, but if you're unfamiliar, I was getting daily chronic migraines and I was just not coping, not managing. I was depressed and didn't know it. I was anxious all the time, which if you've ever dealt with um, anxiety and depression, you know that they almost battle each other. It's almost like the anxiety is the worry for the what ifs in the future and the depression is the numbness from the past and then you're trying to live in the moment and in the present and these two ends of you are really pulling at each other and I was getting panic attacks and I was having a lot of digestion issues. My skin was having issues. I was getting so many ingrown hairs. Like my whole body was just inflamed and mad and I knew that my late 20s were not going to be fun easy and effortless and so since my 26th birthday since I graduated nursing school every birthday actually way more than every birthday I would reckon in the ballpark of at least once a month, I've been excited to turn 30. I've been looking forward to turning 30 because I had this intuitive nudge that my late 20s were going to be hard. They were going to be big lessons, big learning opportunities. They were going to challenge me. They were going to make me really face things head on. And I had this feeling that into my 30s, things would start to make more sense. And now I'm under no impression that on my birthday, I'm going to wake up and things are just going to be smooth sailing. But I think as I enter into my 30s, I think I'm going to definitely face some more challenges, definitely face some more learning opportunities. But I think things are going to start to make a bit more sense to me. At least this is the intuitive nudge that I've had for the past four years and why I've been so excited to turn 30. So... With that being said, right now, I am in a huge integration phase. And it's almost like I'm integrating everything that I've learned over these last four years into now. And to give you a bit more context where I'm at right now also, I've been trying to return to nursing as a profession for coming up on a year now, and things were slow moving. Things were quite slow moving. And I have literally just finished my orientation at my new job a couple days ago, yesterday. I just finished it yesterday. <laughs> so I actually start my brand new position into my line, not in orientation, two days after my birthday. And I just feel like the way that all this timing is working out, it screams divinity to me. 
So I know I'm where I'm meant to be. And I know that taking the things that I've learned and allowing myself to actually embody them means that moving forward, hopefully I can learn new lessons. So note how I'm saying I'm not just skipping over the lessons and moving into la la land. I'm saying I feel like I can either continue to learn the same lessons that I've been shown and given over these last few years, well, really over my last whole life, but really over these last few years here, or I can integrate these lessons, integrate the pieces and see what's next. See what lessons come up next. See what level this integration phase takes me to. See what comes out of this integration phase. Now, it just so happens if you're into astrology, which I will admit I know pretty much nothing about, except for I know new moons are typically um, said to have energy of new beginnings and full moons are said to have, gosh, yeah, I can't even tell you off the top of my head. (laughs) That's how little I know. I know I'm a Gemini. I don't really know what that means. So I don't know much, but I can tell you my 30th birthday happens to be on a new moon, the start of a new moon and a solar eclipse. And so everything that I'm seeing is just so many new beginnings. And I feel so affirmed knowing that I'm moving into a new decade. I'm moving into a new career. I'm moving into these new chapters, these new beginnings. And so that perspective allows me to give myself some grace right now. Because one of the hard things about an integration phase that I really want to highlight for you is that these are the phases when we feel the guiltiest, when we feel the least productive. When we start to get angry with ourselves for not just doing the things. Maybe we've been following a routine for three, four months, and then all of a sudden we just freeze. We just can't. And we fight it. We resist it. And if you caught the episode, I think this was the last episode about understanding suffering, you know that the suffering piece is really the pain plus resistance equals suffering. Head back to that episode if you want to know more on that. But that resistance piece is harsh on ourselves. And so when we're in these integration phases, when we naturally start to flow into them, our first response and first reaction, if we're unaware of what's going on, is to resist, is to push through. And when I say this is a phase of rest and recovery and moving slow and not time for new things, I'm talking about in your exercise. So like even just um, rather than, okay, I'm going to go work out super hard. Maybe it's more of a time for you to maybe find a routine and maybe find what's working for you and maybe push hard in some aspects, but to be very mindful of maybe your flexibility, maybe your mobility, maybe your balance, maybe those key aspects that are a bit more about integrating and embodying the hard work and the hard exercise that you have done. Maybe this integration phase shows up for you um, in the sense of, of really taking the information that you've learned in a course, in a program, in some schooling, in your life, and weaving it into your experience as to who you are today. 
So I have quite a few things that I'm drawing on from my integration phase, and I wanna share a little bit of it with you. So I did mention kind of my physical fitness. What I'm focusing on now, as I mentioned when I was 26 and I was really struggling with my chronic migraines and I started with exercise, I was feeling like I didn't, I didn't have any sort of spiritual practices, mindset practices. I was very much focused on my body. If you hear me speak today, you know I speak much about mind, body, and spirit or soul. Rewind to when I was 26 and I was very disconnected from my body and so I started with my body. And now where I'm at, I'm thinking, okay, how can I take what I've learned with my physical fitness, which is so much. I learned to be consistent. I learned to nurture my body. I learned to nourish my body. I learned to modify movements that feel good for me. I've learned so much, so many helpful things. And now I actually host a community of other women who are learning these lessons, embodying these lessons, and acting on these lessons. So I've learned a lot with my physical fitness. And over this past year and a half, two years, I've learned a lot about my spiritual beliefs. I've come back to my spiritual practices that I used to hold kind of in my teens and early 20s. And so now I'm looking at how can I integrate my physical fitness with my spiritual practices. I've kind of integrated some pieces of mindset. That was really how I learned to be consistent with my physical fitness. And so now how can I take my physical body, my mindset and my spiritual body and bring them together and allow them to thrive off of each other? That's one way I'm integrating right now. I'm also looking at, I've taken a lot of online learnings and trainings and courses and seminars and workshops and so much, especially over about the last year and a half, two years. I've read so many books. Now, fair warning, when I say read, most times I'm referring to an audiobook. Um, I do have a trickier time reading actual books. It does tend to trigger migraines for me still, so I do a lot with audiobooks, but I also just love the convenience of audiobooks. You can put them on while you're cleaning up, doing your dishes, whatever, and you learn a lot. So I'm integrating these lessons into where I am now, right? Like I could show you how to be consistent with your fitness, but if you never allow those lessons to move into your body, you're never actually going to be consistent with your fitness. So it's the same way I, I can't even get into the variety of courses and seminars and workshops, et cetera, that I've taken over the last little while here, but they don't do me any good unless I actually allow those lessons to integrate. And through phases of rest, that is when we integrate. And quite literally, every single night when we go to sleep, we integrate that day. If you've ever been to a yoga class, you know at the end there's almost always shavasana. And that is the integration phase. That is the phase where your body goes, okay, I felt all those moves. I experienced this whole class. And now I'm allowing these lessons to come into my body, to integrate into my being. So that when I leave this class, so when I stand up from the shavasana, I have these teachings. Okay, so I hope that makes a bit of sense. I'm also integrating in the sense of nursing. I mean, I graduated in 2017. This is now 2000 and 
21. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it feels like forever ago I was learning all of these things. And if you've been to nursing school, you know it's primarily you're learning most of kind of the textbook stuff in year one to a little bit of third year. And then kind of the end of third year and fourth year. So fourth year I finished in 2017. That was four years ago. It's much more about acting on the lessons and, and practicums and things like that. So it's been a long time since I've learned lots of these things. And now I'm in a job where I need to know these things. And so I'm integrating those lessons. Plus I've taken a bunch more um, specific courses and workshops for my specific role that I'm in now. And I'm allowing those lessons to integrate into where I'm at, I'm at now. And I'm allowing myself to experience my orientation, to experience the actual lessons that I've learned being in, in different people's homes. I'm in a home care nursing role right now. And allowing my practice to unfold from there. And I think a big thing to highlight about integration is knowing that you don't have the answers. And it can be frustrating because you're often sitting there going, okay, 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 I feel like I've learned this lesson and now what? Now what do I do with it? Now where do I go? That's not the point of an integration phase. That's the point of your next chapter phase. That's the point of the new moon phase. That's the point of the new beginning phase. And that phase very likely will follow your integration phase but you can't rush an integration phase. You can't rush your healing. I'm also integrating the journey that I went on from, from, gosh, I always struggle talking about this one, from applying for disability insurance, from being labeled as disabled, from not knowing how long I would be disabled, from not knowing if I'd ever go back to my nursing profession, from the thoughts and fears that I had around, well, what if when I have kids, they have to go through this too? And so deciding maybe then I don't even want kids if their fate is to then be disabled. And how can I contribute to society if I'm only earning so much income as a disabled person, how do I do all of this? That label, facing that label was harsh. And now as I'm speaking about labels, I know there are many different perspectives on labels and I know many people choose not to identify with labels due to the weight and pressure that they can hold. I find definitely not telling you what you need to do here, but I find personally when I have labels, when I see labels, when I understand labels, it helps me understand where I'm at from a more objective perspective because I can understand that label. So for example, when I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, the first time I ignored the diagnosis, I think it was about two years later that I was re-diagnosed by a different doctor and I was finally ready to accept that diagnosis. And when I was finally ready to accept that diagnosis and we started talking about treatment plans, medication was brought up and lifestyle changes were brought up. And I said to the doctor, I'd prefer to start with lifestyle changes. And she said, I prefer to start with lifestyle changes also. Um, this is just my perspective. No shame in medication. I've taken medication for many different things in my life. But where I was at, I wanted lifestyle changes. 
And it turns out that everything that she'd recommended that I do based on my label of fibromyalgia were things that I was already doing based on my label of chronic migraines. And so having those labels allows me to see, oh, that's why I have a hard time around fluorescent lights because it's a common migraine trigger. It just helps me see things a little bit better. So I did go back and forth about whether I was going to accept this label of disabled, whether it was disempowering me or empowering me. And I truly believed that there was power to the label as long as I wasn't using the label as a crutch and an excuse not to do the things. As long as I was using the label as a tool to see myself and my situation more objectively and then to be able to give myself what I needed based off of that objective information. It has been one of the, honestly, actually, the hardest thing I've ever done to date is send in my disability insurance forms. And I know that might sound really trivial to some people. And maybe I'll go through much worse things in my future. But to date, filling out and submitting those disability insurance paper forms, it's hard for me to even talk about now. And it's two, two and a half years after I did it. Now I've returned to work. Now I don't feel like I... I'm disabled <laughs> and it's still hard for me to talk about. And so integrating those lessons that I learned facing that label, facing that experience, facing all of the fears and doubts and thoughts that I had attached to it, allowing that to be into where I am today. Integrating who I am and what's important to me, who I was and what was important to me, who I want to be and what I want to be important to me integrating those pieces into where I am right now. And now I also want to share something else with you. I did a little card pull and I really was focusing on through these next few days. I'm actually going away. I want to say I'm going away, but it's really a local staycation because we are still in the pandemic. Um, but I'm going away for the next couple of days for my birthday. And so I was pulling cards with the purpose of what do I need to bring into these next few days? And I want to share what I got with you because they are very much about this integration phase. So I just pulled an I am affirmation card. The, this is just an affirmation card that came with the bar program that I do online love that program by the by I started it again yesterday because it's super easy to modify so I knew it would meet me where I'm at in this phase and I just have so much fun doing it I absolutely love it anyways that's not the point <laughs> the point is I pulled an affirmation card and the one that I got today is I am open my heart and mind have no boundaries and that really to me feels like Okay, so there's this phase of integration. There's this phase of bringing in together, which I'll read you my other card and it's much more descriptive in the other one, but it's like I'm bringing in all of these lessons, all of this integration. And so what can happen sometimes in an integration phase is then we feel like we have to nail it down to where we're going in the future. Like we have to be really specific with what we're gonna do with this information that we're learning through our integration phase. Like what are where are we going now? But what this card is reminding me 
At the bottom, again, it says my heart and mind have no boundaries. So what it's showing me is that what I'm integrating right now is probably going to lead me into my new beginning phase in a way that I would never have been able to picture before the integration phase. Okay, so I'm going to say that one more time. The new beginning phase that I suspect is going to be coming in the following weeks after this integration phase, and I suspect it's coming in the following weeks, um, that's just an intuitive nudge for me. Integration phases, I'm not saying are only ever weeks long. Sometimes they're days, sometimes they're months, sometimes they're seasons, sometimes they're years. I just am feeling like mine's kind of a couple more weeks and I've been in it for a while now too. Um, just an intuitive nudge, intuitive thought. I guess you'll have to stay tuned to see <laughs> if I do get out of it sooner. Um, but, but having solutions, opportunities, new offerings maybe for you, maybe um, ways that I can help and serve and, and light up this world a little bit more in ways that my brain can't even fathom right now. I can't fathom it until I integrate these lessons, until I truly embody what I've learned, what I believe, what I know, what I've experienced. And then I'll be able to see the next steps. And having no boundaries can be important because if I'm only looking for my new beginning phase in one little box of directions that it could go, I might miss the new beginning phase altogether. So this card is reminding me to just open my heart and mind and have no boundaries. Just be open. Okay, I'm also going to share a card that I pulled. This one's much more relevant to the specific integration phase, whereas the affirmation one was, I think, just a reminder of where I could be going and how to get there. This one I have pulled a couple times recently, which is no surprise because I'm in the integration phase. It is from the Kyle Gray, the Angel Guide Oracle Guidebook, or sorry, the Oracle Deck. And I'm going to read out of the guidebook here what this card says. So I pulled the angel card learning experience and it's beautiful. I'm going to actually share a video of both of these cards on my Instagram today. This is actually the day before the podcast releases. So if you are following me on Instagram, you'll see these cards. And I just want to read one piece of this message. So there's lots written here, but I just want to share this one piece. This is a time for you to reflect on what the incredible strength you have. No matter what has gone wrong for you, you have made your way through the darkness and into the light. When this card appears for you, your angel guide is inviting you to ask yourself, what have I learned from this? This card represents the teacher you have within and through integrity and connection, you will be able to find a message within the mystery. And so I think that really does just highlight that, that this is a phase of integration for me. This is a phase of learning experience. And I mean, I felt very confident in that anyway, but if you do work with any card decks, you know, it can be nice to have your feelings and experiences validated through a card deck because it really is 
all about energy. And maybe I'll actually just pause for a second um, and just talk briefly about card decks and how they work if you're unfamiliar, because I was super skeptical about them for a long time. Essentially, everything is energy. And so when I draw my cards, I put my energy into my cards by holding them, by shuffling them, by touching them, by setting a very clear intention. And I pray to God and Jesus and I say what my intention is, what my focus is, what I am looking for support or validation or clarity on. So for example, I was really looking for these next few days. What do I need to know? What is important? And then I pulled the I am open and the learning experience card. So yes, that's kind of how cards work. And I think they can be a helpful phase when you're experiencing any guilt, you're experiencing any shame, you're experiencing any, oh, why does it have to be like this? Having other tools or other resources to remind you actually where you're at is very important can be really helpful and powerful. And I hope that this podcast serves as one of those validations for you. The power of rest. Can you imagine not sleeping for a week, not resting, not integrating? Can you imagine how functional you would be? Now pull it back a little bit bigger and maybe look at five years of your life. What if resting and integration phases in however long length they need to be is just as powerful as and important as our sleep every night? Can you imagine going five years without that? Maybe you have been going five years without that. I know I was. And maybe you're feeling anxious, burnt out, tired, chronically stressed, drained, irritated, agitated, angry, exhausted, no energy, no motivation. What if you need an integration phase? What if your body is asking you, demanding that you rest for a while? What would you learn? What would you uncover? All right, that's about the end of this podcast episode. I think uh, one thing I want to wrap up with here is knowing that the integration phases don't last forever. And it can feel scary to lean into them because then we wonder, well, what if then I never do the things that I've been doing? Like, what if I always stay in this rest phase? And I would like to challenge that thought with what if you never lean into that integration phase and your body continues to demand it by continuing to leave you drained, depleted, exhausted, fatigued, burnt out, stressed? What if fighting it is actually making the amount of time that you're going to be resting so much bigger and longer in the end? What if you can lean into it purposefully and intentionally You know, I love talking about living on purpose. What if you can lean into this phase with purpose? What would you uncover? What would you learn? How would you grow? And what would your new beginning phase look like? Alrighty, so I do hope we're connected on Instagram. And if we are, you will see what this new beginning phase holds for me. Because like I said, I suspect in the ballpark of end of June, early July, 
things are going to start shifting and making a bit more sense for me. And that's a ballpark. That's a guess. I could be way off with that intuitive nudge, but that's where I'm thinking today. So you'll know if you follow me on Instagram uh, how I'm doing and what phase I'm in. And I would love to hear from you. Do you lean into integration phases? Do you notice integration phases? Do you avoid integration phases? I'm super curious. Alrighty. So again, you can find me at stephanie.isabella underscore. I'll post that in the description below. And you can also find me on the Living on Purpose Facebook community. And that's much more of an engaging place for you to be and a community of people who love living on purpose. So that's it. That's all. See you next time. And may God bless you. Mwah.